You're listening to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Hello, everybody. It's Shep Hyken here back with another episode of Amazing Business Radio. And we have an exciting show today. I'll tell you about it in just a moment, but a few quick announcements before we dive into the interview. If you have a short story about amazing customer service and you'd like to share it, you can do so on any of the social media channels. You know that. And also, and this is really important, if you have a question, just use the hashtag AskShep and ask your question. I'll either answer it on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, or any of the other social channels. I'll answer it in my newsletter or this show, and I might even answer it on my TV show, which is Be Amazing or Go Home, and that can be found on Apple TV, Roku, Amazon Prime, C-Suite TV, other over-the-top stations, as well as uh, BeAmazing.tv. So if you've got... Uh, time, be sure to tune into that because it's fun and we have great interviews and we answer questions and we talk about everything related to business, especially customer service and experience. All right, let's jump into our interview today. We have somebody very special. Her name is Natalia Berdekan, and that is not an easy name to pronounce because I'm pronouncing it completely different than it's actually, well, actually I'm, I've written it out completely different than it's spelled. So I make sure I get it right. It is Natalia Birdekan and she is the founder and CEO of Life by Design Academy and Frontline Consulting. And she coaches individuals and organizations to meet their full potential beyond existing borders and boundaries. And what intrigues me about Natalia is that she is an energy coach. Now, what does that mean? And what does that have to do with customer service and experience? Well, we are going to find out in just a moment. Natalia, welcome to Amazing Business Radio. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And so with that accent, we know you're from somewhere <laughs> other than like, you know, Tennessee, somewhere in the United States. You are from Moscow originally, aren't you? Originally, yeah, a long, long time ago. Not that long ago. Well, for 20 plus years, I haven't lived there, but uh, it seemed like a completely different lifetime. Yeah, and now where do you live? I am mostly living in Barcelona. Right now, I'm calling in from Berlin. So, um, yeah, Europe. Yeah, you're all over the world. But here is what I want to know. In Moscow, wow, when you think of customer service, you don't often think of Russia. Okay, but you uh, and I want to go there because you intrigued me because just this morning prior to our show, you'd sent me some great information to look at. But just this morning, you said, you know, I had a great customer service experience or I don't know if it was great. I don't want to add that word. It could have been bad. But you said you had a customer service experience going back to your childhood in Russia. I want to hear about that to kick off the interview. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I was my first entrepreneurial experience and the customer service experience. So I think I was around eight or so. And in the summer, we were picking up fruits and vegetables at our country house, Dutcha, as some people might know the word. And so selling the fruits and vegetables at the market with my grandma was actually one of the best childhood experiences I, I had, more than picking up the berries and, and, and vegetables. And it's all really about being the face to the product, facing the audience, attracting the clients to come to you instead of everybody else, because everybody's vegetables and fruits look pretty much the same, right? Negotiating the price, I think it started back then, and really tough negotiator, reverting back to my grandma, if that's okay, you know, 
validating how far you can really go and seeing the results of customers being happy and having the product that we picked up that was really beautiful for them and and being happy with the pocket money and completing the mission and the purpose of the whole uh, venture so uh and of course pleasing my grandma you know. <laughs> who's your internal customer for sure influencer too exactly. and your influencer you know this is fascinating i was eight years old when i had my first job and i was working for my grandpa not my grandma he owned a retail pharmacy and brought me to work with him and he taught me all kinds of things like how to run the cash register how to help customers i never got to sell any drugs at the pharmacy he wouldn't let me back there where all the pills were but i did inventory management on the greeting cards i did deliveries i i really had a blast at eight years old earning 50 cents i thought 50 cents a day and when i found out it was 50 cents an hour i went holy cow but that may have been my first, that was my first customer facing job. You had the same experience, but I want to add one extra layer that you had that I didn't have. And you said you negotiated with the customers at eight years old, you were negotiating with customers. That's amazing. Well, I had a tough uh, trainer as well. And I must tell you, she was tough setting expectations and trying to live up to them. Well, speaking of Russia and customer service can be tough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, let's jump into really what you do, which is you're a coach and you talk about energy and help people get the most out of what they do. So how does energy play a role in customer service and experience? A better question is how it doesn't play a role. Cause okay. Imagine. <laughs> I'll go with that. How does it help you? How does the energy help you with what you do and everything you know about customer service? You're asking, oh, great. So you're going to interview me on this show. <laughs> I love that. You know, how does that? Well, I believe that people like being around people that are obviously enthusiastic and have a passion for what they do. My energy is a genuine energy. It's genuine. Um, and I think it's contagious as a result of that. It's, it's you know, I do what I love. For example, this show, uh, I love doing the show. Now people think, oh, why do you do a, a podcast like this? And they go, I bet you get a lot of, of, of uh, exposure and public relations. And you know what? That's the least important reason. We're going to get some of that. Don't get me wrong. So number three reason, and I may have mentioned this on the show before, is, uh, you know, it helps for exposure for both of us. Number two is I have something to promote. Sure, the podcast is here. I've got Natalia Beardekan on my show, and we can talk about that. But you know what the number one is? I love talking to other people and learning from them. And I hope that the people listening to the show are experiencing the same thing that I am. And so I love it. That's, that's, you know, my energy about this show, but I love what I do. And I think it shows, and don't you love being around people who love what they do? I do. I do. And I really love your feedback. Thank you so much for that. And we'll hear later in the talk, you are highly resonating at level five and six with what you've shared purpose, passion, connection, giving support, value it's it's amazing so basically energy is like you said everything is energy and it's important to understand the energy of yourself and the energy of others right and yep. we say how you show up is very important right what you bring to the situation it's your personal energy and it transmits to others right 
And I can, I, I can imagine that before you pick up the phone call, or before you get on this podcast, if your energy is uplifting and, and positive, quote unquote, the person feels it on the other side as well, whether it's on the phone or whether it's on video or even by sending an email. Yeah, I think that you can, you know, the email's tough because, and a, and a text is tough because written words don't always portray your feelings or, or you can accidentally be misinterpreted. But boy, on the phone, on a Zoom call, in person, you could just, you can feel it. It's almost a reaction. You know, uh, there's an old uh, technique, if you will, that customer support agents use, and that is they have a mirror on their desks so they can look at the mirror to make sure they're smiling because people can feel the smile on the other side of a phone call or in the other side of a, you know, any type of interaction for that matter. Uh, do you agree with that? I totally do. I totally do. I can tell you coming back from, from us in the nineties, you're talking about Russian customer service coming back to us at standing at the customer service, uh, the, at the customs control, like, passport please and people are standing there no smile no emotion no nothing i like is this how everybody is in this country i'm standing there saying to them with my passport going into my country back after a year being in us it's like you don't like it here you can turn around and go back and that was my first the opposite customer service experience uh you know but now when you came to the u.s what was that passport experience like? Was it the opposite? Was it welcome to the United States? Or I think, yeah, the whole experience in US and everybody's smiling and everybody's laughing and everybody's asking, so how are you? Okay, some of that was a little phony and it's not like people really meant it, it felt like. So that was a little, but definitely it's a completely different experience. And I have this friend that I went to school with in US and every time I have him on the phone, I swear, it's like he's smiling ear to ear and it it comes across through the phone. And that's exactly what you transmit to the customers or to anybody for that matter, of course. And it's like you're falling in love with the person, with the product, with the energy, with the whatever that is, the service and the experience even if they don't have exact solution for you, but because they're on the, on your side and you really feel it, that is already an experience in itself. Right. I love it. Now, just a few minutes ago, you mentioned that I am operating at levels uh, five and six or something like that, or maybe Mm -hmm. four and five. I can't remember of seven. I think you said there were seven levels of energy and that was purpose, passion, uh, connection, giving, support, and value. You didn't tell me number seven, but here's what I want to do. I want to take a short break. And when we come back, I want to talk about not only number seven, but I want you to break down all six. So we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to spend more time with Natalia Birdikan talking about the seven levels of energy and how that can be applied to creating an amazing customer experience. Don't go away. We're coming right back. Hi, Shep Hyken, your customer service and experience expert, and I'm excited to tell you about my new book, I'll Be Back, How to Get Customers to Come Back Again and Again. Now, this book is packed with idea after idea on how to, just as the title implies, get your customers to come back. In the book, you'll learn that repeat customers aren't always loyal customers. Now, both are great, but there's a big difference. You'll also learn about 10 reasons a customer may stop doing business with you and three reasons 
you would stop doing business with them. And one of my favorite lessons is a six-step process for creating an I'll Be Back strategy. Of course, there's much, much more. The book ships out in September, but purchase it today and you'll get instant access to the ebook at no extra charge. You'll start getting more of your customers to say, I'll be back almost immediately. Just go to www.I'llBeBackBook.com. Again, that's www.I'llBeBackBook.com. You're listening to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio talking with Natalia Birdekan, all the way originally from Moscow and now coming to us from Germany, but she really lives in Barcelona. I just love this international uh, presence we have here. And mentioned just before the break, these seven levels of energy, you've already touched on six. I still want you to go through and break them down. And let's talk about how energy plays an important role in the customer experience. It doesn't matter if you're a support center, if you're uh, in a retail job, if you're uh, an employee talking to a colleague, if you're a boss talking to an employee, if you're in the boardroom, I believe these seven levels of energy are probably very appropriate to creating a better experience in whatever you're doing. Yes? Correct. And not only experience for others, but also experience for yourself and the way that you experience life. Yes. Yes. So let's start with number one, which I believe you said was purpose. Well, the purpose actually sits in that level six. I, I would start with the two types of energy. So there is a catabolic one, which some people tend to call a negative energy. That is a draining and disruptive energy. And that's basically- You call that catabolic? Catabolic, yeah. So we talk about physics here, not the energy, the voodoo, blah, you know, the energy as the Einstein rightly said. So catabolic energy is the draining disruptive energy. So when people are under stress, the brain creates catabolic hormones like adrenaline and cortisol. And so that breaks through the body cells and tissues and provides the energy to push through the stress, which is great when you're on the deadlines, when you need to you know, get some stuff done, push others, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But the thing is long-term, it creates a lot of draining energy and tension. Hence people, you know, they get burned out, they get sort of depressed, they demotivated, disengaged, don't see solutions, et cetera, et cetera. It is kind of a blocking thing or they get into anxiety, frustration and stuff. So imagine the customers or the people that are supporting the customers in that state of energy, the catabolic, it's actually level one and two. And so at level one and two, Level one being the state of being a victim, you know, when you feel at the effect of events, people, emotions, situations, there is a sense of helplessness and lack of control, no solutions, I lose, you kind of like feeling like the strauss getting under the, the water or under the pillow. Um, imagine in a, in, a, in a situation with customer service, a person might think, well, we got no solutions for them. Sorry, the customer or the customer doesn't need the service. I, I can't hate do when anything. that happens. <laughs> right. Right. And so, for instance, I don't know, people might be feeling really down because of whatever is influencing them, whether it's COVID, whether they had a COVID shot and they're physically feeling bad, whether they're, um, uh, people are yelling at them and a person feels helpless, for example. While the person is yelling, 
is actually experiencing level two for that matter. So level two is being an antagonist, is uh, realizing that there is conflict and you see everything through the lens that the conflict exists. So there's a lot of anger, frustration, blame, resistance. It's sort of like I win, you lose state, whether you are a customer or person on the other side or the boss, it's, it's really, um, driving things by force and i was on that other side i just got the bills uh telephone bills and like you charging me for something i haven't booked and the lady she let me ventilate and she was at the higher level she let me ventilate she listened to me etc etc so i came up a level i took my responsibility so that's a level three and that's the borderline with catabolic and anabolic energy and anabolic energy is the, the more, as you might say, positive, but it's constructive healing energy, it's building force. So that energy fuels the body, creativity, performance, interactions with people, collaboration, et cetera, et cetera. So you want your people or people providing customer service experience, experience more of that energy, right? The anabolic energy the anabolic energy so what happens is it's associated with less stress so when people are in their comfort zone with people are you know feeling that they're on top of the world they tap into that resource they tap into the in intuition etc etc they have more of that and that's basically what happens is on the physical level it creates the hormones like endorphins and dopamine that um tell the body to optimize the systems so which is great so going back to level three that's the place of a rationalizer so taking responsibility for your own thoughts feelings and actions and the place where people start collaborating and working towards a shared common goal or benefit so finding silver lining so for instance at the at the situation of customer service one might think okay this sucks what you're going through as a customer. Okay, I feel really sorry what you're going through. It's understandable. Let me see what we can do to fix it, right? By the way, uh, just so everybody knows out there, when you are feeling empathetic and you're caring for your customer, say something other than, this really sucks. <laughs> Well, I'm really sorry an, you feel that, that way. an <laughs> internal thought. Well, yeah, okay, an internal you, thought. I'm okay with that one. <laughs> Once you get to level four, that's where the empathy empathy kicks in. So basically level four is the helper, concern for others. It's about servicing others, compassion. It's about others winning and you care for their success. So it's all about them. With that, you might as well not think about yourself, right? So, so as a customer service, mm -hmm. it's empathy, it's compassion, that's everything. And you might get a little overwhelmed, get giving and giving and giving. So that's where the people with customer service, when they're too much there, they might drain back to level one and two because they have too much energy that goes towards helping others because they forget about themselves. Right. And so the better place to be is the level five. And that's what you were talking about. Collaborator, where you come together mm -hmm. in agreement acceptance opportunity to learn and experience so whatever conversation and challenge one is going through you will always find a, a positive opportunity for improvement an opportunity to find a win-win situation for for the customer and for yourself as well 
And for example, if you're about to lose a customer that is just super aggressive and you are not in alignment with your values and your vision and your purpose, it's actually not a loss. So it's still a win-win. So it's still a level five because no one feels bad about it. You provide the solution to the customer to go somewhere else to suit for their solution. And you are also supporting the company and its values, for example. Mm. Level and six. We're going to level six now? Level six, yeah, connector, synthesis. It's all about the flow, the wisdom, the intuition. Everyone wins here. So basically at that level, there is no problem, only a solution. So customer service being there to support, remain calm, connect to the solutions, thinks, thinking also who else in the company can support them. Uh, running a chocolate factory, I can tell you, it. The customer service had to collaborate with everybody in the company, the quality, the production, the warehouse and whatnot. So making sure the person doesn't feel alone and feel that he's connected is very important, right? Yeah. And, yeah. And Are you telling me, did you run a chocolate factory or did you get, were you involved? I had a chocolate factory with my business partner in Belgium. Yeah. That before the, the energy leadership thing kicked in. Oh, wow. Wow. That's pretty cool. You know you, I, I know we're going to get to number seven in a moment, but I just want to say that your life is amazing and everything you talk about first retail and then chocolate. I got to love you for that. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, keeping your customers sweet and happy and also your employees engaged and, and, and stay sane when all these complaints come uh, because they do, of course. And so one needs to remain calm and that's very important and believe that you're doing the best you can for it not to be affecting you because no matter what happens yep. externally whether it's the client yelling or you know whatever else comes comes down this is happening anyways but the fact that it affects you will change the way you communicate and react to situations and find those win-win solutions for example being at level five you're either at level one or two or three or four or five or six and you can choose actually where to be and that's a good thing because uh, we are a choice so level seven the creator state the creator so state. the no judgment mm -hmm. which is no judgment absolute passion creation where winning and losing is an illusion so it's not very much a physical state, but you can tap into it. So at that place, all the options are available to you. So and the customer, the customer person, customer service person, every day is happy with no matter what's happening, no matter if they can help the customer or not, they know they're doing the best they can and they're loving every moment of it. So it's that experience, it's that expansion. So when we talk about energy, you either shrinking down and it's all about the ego and the possession and being right or wrong or whatever, or it's really expanding and having no judgment and being connected to that passion, intuition, the others. So when you're on the other side of the phone or the email or the meeting, that intuitive listening listening between the lines and listening for the energy level the person is at will also help you to understand how to react if mm. the person is at level one and two let them ventilate listen acknowledge 
get them to the level three where they get take the responsibility for their emotions and actions get them to the level four of supporting of feeling the support and compassion that, and help etc and start thinking of win-win solutions how how you can help in a different way if that solution doesn't work what else can we do i'm just giving you an example right 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 i'm i'm loving this um I want to take us away from customer service and experience for a little while in just a moment. Then I'm going to ask you the one thing question because we're just about out of time. But I've got to tell you a story. When I was younger, starting my business, I did a presentation. I invited a friend to join me, somebody I greatly respected. He wanted to sit and watch the speech. And when I was finished, I really felt that I had not nailed it. I had missed the mark. The audience, the reaction was flat. I questioned whether or not I had done a good job. And he asked me, did you come in prepared? I said, oh, sure I did. I never would do not be prepared. He goes, great. Did you get a good night's sleep last night? I said, yes, I did. He says, did you have any distractions whatsoever coming into this presentation? I said, well, if I did, I think I did a pretty good job of blocking them out of my mind. Did you try your very, very best? And I said, I did. He goes, then what are you worried about? You did the best that you could possibly do. And that's what you were hired to do. And you delivered on that. Now, whether the audience accepted it or not, you have to accept that. Well, you know what? The client said, that was wonderful. They hired me again. And I thought I'd done one of the worst presentations ever. And he gave me this valuable lesson. He said, no matter what happens to you from the outside, if internally, you know, you gave it your very, very best, 100%, you got to feel good about that, no matter what the outcome is. And that's exactly what I think you're saying. Um, so, and I exactly. see you're nodding your head in approval. <laughs> Let not the external influencers and even internal affect and, and dictate how you supposed to show up and feel and, and come across to other people. You are in control by not having to control, doing your very best and not judging your behavior because in that moment you are set to do the best you can. You're not yep. there to fail, right? Yep, yep. All right, we are down to the last question and it is a quick answer that you've got to give us. One last little morsel. You can either give us something new or emphasize something you've already mentioned. What I would love to say is that if we can all recognize and be aware of our energy and how we come across, how we feel and how our thoughts affect our feelings and our actions and try to resonate at the higher energy levels, the world will be a, a, a much more joyful, passionate, purposeful place. And there will be great win-win solutions and lots of opportunities, which they are. So it's all about seeing things from higher energy levels. Love it. Love it. And I completely 100% concur. Ladies and gentlemen, we are listening to the advice, the experience, the wisdom of Natalia Berdikan, the founder and CEO of Life by Design Academy and Frontline Consulting. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. All right. And that wraps up another uh, interview on Amazing Business Radio. We'll be back next week and have another great person join us to share their wisdom and insights. And until that time, this is Shep Hyken reminding you to always be amazing.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.